Welcome to another episode of the Be True to You podcast, a podcast designed to question what we've been taught, talk out perspectives, and break through to be our most true selves. I'm your host, B, and today I have Blair joining the podcast. Blair says a song that encompasses their essence is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Hello, Blair. Hi. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I will be asking them our traditional eight questions today so that we can gain a little bit of perspective into Blair's life. You ready, Blair? I'm ready. All right. Number one, the three for one special, who you are, what do you do, and is that where you want to be right now? All right. I am Blair. Um, I feel like because she's been mentioned like every other podcast <laughs> episode, um, I am Katie's sister, the infamous Hi, Katie. Katie. Hi, Katie. <laughs> I love that. Um, did I not print out any of that? Oh, no. You're just not on the... I'm just not on the right page. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you're the first person that's printed it out. I will say everybody okay. brought like their laptop or their phone or did it on a whim. Oh, I love the printed. Old school. You know, well, old school. Using works. <laughs> Listen, that's the only place you're supposed to use. Exactly. I love to hear it. Okay. Um, I work full time for a general contractor. I think it's Women in Construction Week right now. Hot. Not actually sure. It they're is. taking us to lunch on Wednesday, so you know. Oh, and so it's yeah. gotta be something. Yeah, it's something, you know. Yeah. Or at least they're giving appreciation. Yeah. As they should. Um, do I want to be in construction? <laughs> You know, that's really debatable. Um, I love my boss. Yeah. He is the best. I literally told him I was leaving early. He's like, I'm going to go record a podcast, Mike. And he's like, okay. Thank you, Mike. Have fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also kind of part-time not really help coach triathlon. Like very basics. Like I tell people what to do based off a plan that my coach has already given me. And I love that. I love so triathlon. Cool. I love yes. helping people with it. Helping people find their love for it. How long um, have you so been doing that? I think this is year two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When did you do your first triathlon? Um, I did my first March of 2019. Ooh, before the pandemic. Before the pandemic. Yeah, I had a very successful first year. <laughs> Super excited for the next minute. Everything was like, nope, you're done. Um, okay, so we, where would you want to go if not in women in construction? I don't know. I've okay. always been kind of go with the flow. Um Ultimately, I just want to be somewhere that I'm happy. And that makes money. Is, yeah, <laughs> making money is number one. No, being happy is number one. Making money yes. is number two. Yeah. Let me clarify for the record. Yes. All right, so Blair, tell me, question number two. What is the biggest breakthrough you've had recently or of all time? Um, That things often don't work out as you think they would or should. <laughs> and that's okay. Yes. Um, I have had... I mean, just a few things, but the one that popped up when I was doing this question was I had several relationships where I moved in, was 100% like, this is it, this yeah. is my person, we're good. Um, I had to end the first one where that happened because, you know, sometimes people make promises that they never actually intended on following through with. Yeah. Um, and the other one was actually completely out of the blue. I think you were I do remember. involved in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where he was just like, hey, fun fact, I know I told you to move in two months ago, but I don't love you. It was bizarre. <laughs> it was bizarre. The weirdest That could thing. be a podcast episode all the time. It could. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he was just going through like a quarter life crisis. And mm, may he rest, wherever he may be. Uh, but yeah, so, you know. Okay. Moving through. Sorry, what? what? <laughs> no, it's fine. The, um, the reward, um, the first time, because I had moved to Fredericksburg, um, yeah. don't recommend moving to Fredericksburg. But I moved back to Richmond, which I do recommend, um, yes. and I found triathlon, and I got my first big girl job out of retail. Um, I 
kind of demoted myself. I was working at Yankee Candle. Demoted myself so I could come back um, because they didn't have my position in the area. And I moved back in with my parents. Um, Yankee Candle pulled some bullshit. So I quit. And um, yeah. And I needed schedule. I need schedule to just mentally function properly. Come on, Virgo. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Um, So... My mom was training for her first full Ironman. Um, I could not run a mile straight. Yeah. I swam in middle school. It ended in sixth grade. Right. And I'd never ridden a bike besides just, you know, going through the neighborhood. I was going to say, riding, <laughs> riding the bike at the beach yeah, where you end up. That was it. Um, so I would kind of just pick up where I could. She's like, well, just do my warm-up with me. Or, you know, just so I had something because I told her. I was like, I'm just... I need something. Yeah. Um, and then my best friend, she, she had a coworker go on maternity. They needed somebody temp, and then they liked me enough to keep me full oh. time. Yeah. Oh. Um, as an aside, just because I think it's hilarious, everyone had warned me about my boss. They were like, he's yelled at people. Like he's really like a hard ass. He's gonna be so hard to work for. We're like best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, he's like a father figure. He's Aww. great. His wife will send me reels on Instagram. Aww. So yeah. Um. Anyway. So I was gonna say you guys have a close personal yeah, relationship. Yeah, which is he's nice. great. He literally, um, so when we had that big freeze, yeah, my I had a pipe leak. Yeah, and I, because I had some other issues in my house, I was like, oh, this is what happened next. He's like, right. well, we're gonna go to the Vale. Do you want us to stop by? I was like, yeah, like if it's not a trouble. This man, not only did he come, it was Christmas Eve. Not only oh. did he come and look at it, he came back later in the night on Christmas Eve so he could shut off my water because what? it had really like he'd gotten it heated up, so then the water was just flowing oh okay. so he came back and shut off the water for me on christmas eve what a nice guy he is yeah just genuinely like he and his wife are just genuinely good people oh god i'm glad you actually work for like decent people that probably makes it more... uh decent one <laughs> <laughs> i have him <laughs> and some other people that are like that are lower like along me yeah. and um you know the other higher ups they're not bad but he's he's very very solid would you say like um especially if you've like moved in with some people now owning a home was that like a big change for you Yes. Also, I was listening to podcasts like Bethany hates me because I, no, I hate you. Absolutely. When I'm present with my full chest, I want to own a home one day. It's not happening anytime soon. Well, see, and that leads into um, the second reward. Yes. Um, it was a bigger heartbreak. Really yeah. struggled because you know I, I ended the first one. I knew it was bad. And the second one came out of absolute nowhere. Like yeah. really thought like this was effort. Like he had all his shit together and like so it was a bigger heartbreak. Um, had to have surgery like a few months later. Um, but I had moved back in with my parents. Yeah. And at this time, that's kind of when rent prices were just skyrocketing. I was like, what? Like, I don't want to have to pay for that. <laughs> right. That's absolutely ridiculous. I'd also met somebody, um, through a friend who was a realtor and would post stuff about owning houses. Yes, I follow them now. Veronica. Yes. Oh, she's ass. the best. Yes. She is. If you ever need a house, um, Veronica with River Fox, I'm going to plug her in. <laughs> she is amazing. She, um, she's gotten... A house for me, another girlfriend, and then my uncle. Oh, cool! And yeah, she's she's just a great. great I think person. it's like at Take Me Home RBA. It's something cute. Some, yeah, it's and something cute. It's her. So it's her and her partner in business and partner in life, Morgan. So um, cool. They're super sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I saved. I went to my parents' house, saved like crazy, and um, ended up buying my house. That is so awesome. So yeah, it, it, it's worked out. Um, overall so would you say that you enjoy living alone like in your own home (laughs) (laughs) 
She's like, I can't answer Frank Clark. Yeah, no, I love it. That was the other thing. I was like, if I if I have to rent, I'm gonna right. need a roommate. And I would yeah. just, you know, I'm 30 now. I feel like I've passed that point in my life where if it is gonna be a roommate, it's gonna be a partner. Yeah. Um, so it's just me and Luna. I love that personally because if you think about it, and I've never got the experience to live alone, which is like what I always wanted to do. <laughs> um, I just think you get to create your own space, yeah. something that is so genuinely you. If anybody comes, and like Blair can attest in this moment right now, like m- me and Corey's office is split. Mine is covered, <laughs> like covered. And I like love it. All though. of my favorite <laughs> things. And like you could look at my wall and be like, oh, I know this bitch likes XYZ. You look at Corey's wall, it's like, eh, all right. Um, you know, it could use a little more, but like you couldn't tell everything from looking at, I just love creating a space yeah. like your own. Um, and I can't wait to come over and just have some Saturday morning coffee. Like that would just be, you're welcome anytime. Oh my God. I want to, well, not this month, next month. Now, this month is so busy. I want to scream, but next month. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it'll be nice then with walk around. I'm, that's what I like to hear. Perfect. All right, question number three, Blair. What is the weirdest thing you do that makes complete sense to you, but maybe not many people around you? Um, I mean, I guess just because my coworkers give me not shit. <laughs> um, they lovingly razz me for it. I do fitness for my mental health, which, like, I know a lot of people, like, it's a known thing. Like, yeah. you work out, like, legally blonde, how many people just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, what a great job. Um, but like I, I've kind of taken that a step farther with what I do. Um, and with triathlon, I am currently, next Monday actually, in a week, I'll be officially training for my first full Ironman. So it's really happening. Um, so it's just, it's like endurance, yeah. endurance triathlon um, and fitness. Um, it has helped a lot with anxiety and depression. Um Again, I needed that routine. I found it in fitness, and not only you know, not only knowing that a routine helps, but also that fitness helps in having a routine for fitness. Right. Um, and I also just feel more peace with my body. Um, we good to talk about? Hell yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so previously, I had had problems with an eating disorder. It started junior year of high school. Which was always nuts because, I mean, you've grown up knowing me. I've yeah. always been thin, but like something. <laughs> it's always wild, but I'm here, I'm yeah. listening. Everybody's <laughs> mind's different. Everybody's mind's different. Yeah. Um, so I had problems with an eating disorder, and while I kind of stopped some of the more um, toxic, dangerous aspects of an eating disorder, there was still a lot of that, like, I don't like my body, I don't feel comfortable, I don't like how I feel. Um, so now I'm just able to appreciate how strong I am. And especially, I told you in the beginning, could not run a mile. Yeah. And now I do, I ran six today on my break just because that was not my training plan. And I love that's that. what I'm going to have to do. Um, so yeah, just a deep appreciation for my body and what it's able to do. Um, and then sometimes when it decides to be an asshole and right, of course. give me surgery. And <laughs> but that's genetic. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also just with self-harm and suicide... It's helped with that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just makes me a happier person. I happy think... people don't murder their husbands. I was like, happy people don't murder their husbands. It's completely fair. And I think too, I mean, like, when did you realize, like, hmm, this is actually helping me? Um, that's a good question, actually. Um, I mean, the body stuff, I'm pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, because I found, I feel, I, why I feel like I got into triathlon is I'm good at it. Yeah. Um, 
to be good in triathlon, you're kind of mediocre at all three. Because <laughs> um, if you're just good at one of them, like you're going to pursue just that one because that's what you're good at. Um, right. So being like pretty good at each one of them, I, you know, I found that, you know, I can do this. Like, yeah. And I've done pretty decent on like my small scale local races. Yeah. Um, as far as depression and anxiety, it's, I think it, I, cause I've been dealing with it for so long. Yeah. Um, I feel like one day I just was like, I feel just more at ease. Not to say I don't have anxiety and depression cause I take so right. every day. Right, right, right. Um, but it has just really kind of helped. Like I just feel so at peace with myself after I have a good workout and just like, even if I go into it, not wanting to do it, yeah, I'll do it at the end. I'm like, I just feel like drained in a good way. Right. Yeah. Like I just, like I've just kind of flushed yes. all the negativity out and yeah. it just makes me feel really calm and at peace. Yeah. And then you get those endorphins kicked in yeah. and then you're just feeling good about yourself. Yeah. So I like that. Um, so what is an activity that helps you connect to your best self? Um, running or riding. Um, cool. Right, 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 running. You're so funny. <laughs> running, um, I like it, and it's definitely harder, I think. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier for me to just get lost and going fast and just kind of going at it. Um, but riding my bike, um, I feel like I'm able to just pay attention a lot to what's going around, like going on around me, like fighting through Goochland. It's beautiful out there. It's yeah. beautiful in Hanover. Um, one of the few positive aspects about those counties. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just going through it and seeing all these, you know, beautiful rolling hills and fields yeah. and cows and horses. and So many cows. We got chased by a dog on Saturday. Really? It, it was, like, scary and fun. What kind of dog was it? I don't know. It was big. It was oh, a big dog. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was fine. His owner was yelling at him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love, I love riding my bike, especially through the country or, um, I'll do the riverside loop. So we're just around the river and it's just, it's beautiful and I love it. And I feel like connected to nature and I just love the time outside. I feel like I'm doing stuff and I find myself when I'm not exercising being inside more than I would like to be. So exercising kind of forces me to be out in a happy place. That makes sense. I was going to say, I'd like... There's bikes, obviously, and gyms and stuff that'll have, like, places you can go and you, like, are staring at a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like those or would you rather be outside? I would rather be outside. So, um, <laughs> so the treadmills, the treadmills at ACAC also have that. So, I'm like, yeah. I'm running through Hawaii right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, I know there's stuff. Yeah. Um, and then riding indoors, um, I have an app called Swift. It's an interactive app. Cool. It connects with my smart trainer with Bluetooth. Um, so I can ride through Richmond, um, remember when we had that world championship oh yeah so do that course or like london france um it has entirely made up worlds and those are kind of fun yeah but kind of it's it's a love hate like it does writing indoors does make me stronger yeah but it's so boring yeah i'd much rather be out on the road and i know it's kind of a controversial topic because I know some people really hate cyclists but you know we're just no I think and maybe that's just because I grew up in the country because we saw them all the time yeah. let them be yeah. like it's not hard 30 seconds you're gonna be okay yeah. it's really not that difficult and they're just, enjoying their day yeah just think about like when I'm out there I I'm just enjoying myself and nature and exercising and it's like a celebration of being out there so yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like I've never been annoyed by a cyclist in my life of course I have um <laughs> 
but you know that's just, normal yeah just give them their space yeah i don't want you to be behind me as much as you don't want to be behind me um, i was gonna say i always thought of it as my um, i hate killing bugs well i don't mind killing them i just don't like touching bugs <laughs> and um my dad when i was starting to drive said something very similar about cyclists or motorcyclists like you want to keep your distance. You want to make sure they feel safe because you're bigger than they are. Yeah. Like, stop trying to cut corners and do all this crazy yeah. stuff trying to, you know, like, you're probably the bigger man in the situation. Don't scare off somebody else that's also just enjoying their day. Yeah. So, I love that, you know, we do not have any hate on cyclists no. here. Right. As long as they're obeying themselves. Because, yeah, I'll see some right, cyclists on the road. I'm like, what in the hell are you are doing? doing? <laughs> you're giving us all a bad name. <laughs> no, I feel that. Okay, that's good. Um, okay. Question number four, Blair. What is a trauma that has shaped you um, or you're still kind of learning to work to break through? Um, I mean, there's not really a, a specific event, just kind of the, the aforementioned problems with um, depression and anxiety and body dysmorphia. Yeah. Um, you probably have an idea of who this friend is who committed suicide uh, while I was in a very toxic relationship. You actually probably know who the toxic relationship is. <laughs> Is yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl. I think I might know. I've been around a while. Let's You've just been around a while. We've been around a while. We've been some. We. I consider Blair one of my sisters. Real talk. Like, actually, every single. I've talked to Blair every single day for the past three. Game probably <laughs> we play game pitches every single day, and it has been. It's but honestly, like she's talking about structure. She's talking about it. Really is helpful. Yeah. Um, to be like, oh, I haven't talked to Blair today. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It keeps me back in focus. Yeah. Anyway, back to you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, God, you're going to make me sidetrack though, because the first time I really remember knowing who you are <laughs> in elementary school, Classic. um, we are family. Stop. Because why did that, I was at a drag brunch on Sunday and why did that song come on and why did two people look at me? And I was like, I don't know why I'm still friends it's with people. It's your legacy. No, it can't be, but it, I know it is, but it just can't be, it bro. It was so cute. I mean, people don't know it was her and, um, like <laughs> they had dance moves and it was yes. it was adorable um i remember my mom was absolutely obsessed and my yes. mom my mom still is obsessed with you yeah well i love your mom i love the whole family that's what i'm saying anyway um, i messed up the and words and so i i and we are family and it was a very iconic moment for our elementary school and i'll never live it down with that being said i've been around and i've seen blair yes, for a while so yes, i may know yes, what she's yes. mentioning um so yeah toxic relationship um it was a very blurry timeline. I was on a lot of different antidepressants yeah. and anti-anxiety and, you know, just mental health in general. Like, when you're in the thick of it, like, really deep, I'm, maybe it was just me because of meds, but I feel like you can really get lost and, yeah. like, just kind of blank, you know, just blur people out. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, they say when somebody commits suicide, there's kind of, like, a trigger event. So that definitely happened to me um I'm on the other side of it thanks to my family um and a lot of really good friends yeah. um actually still have a letter that um Mackenzie Pickett wrote me dropping her name um she's still a good friend of mine she is living her best life right now I love that um so yeah so I work I worked and I still work really hard to get myself in a better headspace you know every every day is a little bit different yeah um I actually just downloaded an app because of Chrissy Teigen. Um, <laughs> but I love the idea of it. It's called How We Feel. Um, so it has it has me check in twice a day. Oh. Just to see. it's And it says there's no bad emotions. There's like high pleasant emotions or low pleasant emotions or high unpleasant emotions. Yeah. Or low unpleasant. So it just helps me kind of track how I'm feeling. But um, I try really hard to just track myself. Um, like I said, I went through 
a whole regimen of different antidepressants. They were not for me. Yeah. Um, you know, totally for people who think medication helps. Zoloft right. has been helping right now, but overall, like quitting that was the best thing I could have done for myself. Yeah. Um, so now I, I just try to stay really mindful of myself and I've had to do therapy kind of on and off. Um, I don't love it full time for myself. Yeah. But when I, when I know I need it, when I know like when my ex broke up with me, it's like, I need to talk to somebody. Like, yes. so like, I just kind of be my, I'm kind of mindful of when I need to go back to that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and I'm, I'm just, you know, appreciating my body for all the hard work it does. Yeah. Um, I forgot who it was. You guys were talking about how you have legs. Was it Callie? Who has legs? Might have been Callie. Yeah. Callie, you have legs that walk and they do my legs. You know, they, they have me doing all these long bike rides and runs and swimming in the James. Like people don't do that. Yeah. So just really appreciating my body for all that it does. Um, I love it. And will continue to do for me. Yeah. And going back up just like a little bit. Think, I want to talk more in depth about kind of like how you came on your like journey of antidepressants. Like yeah. where, what age did you first get on your first antidepressant? Um, that's a good question. I want to say I was 19. Okay. I think so relatively young. I was going to say, um, I had seen my first psych somebody. I don't know exactly who it was. Yeah. Um, I want to say still in high school because my mom discovered I had an eating disorder. Right. Um, that lady sucked. Um, oh, the worst. She was like, you know, and again, I'm like, I don't know, 16, 17. Yeah. Um, so I'm young and I'm really impressionable. And right. Again, I was already like, th- like I'd always been thin. The eating disorder really did not change a whole lot of my body weight because I was thin. Yeah. Um, but this lady goes, and again, minor. And a lot of men that I talk to say that making love to a really skinny woman is like making love to a bag of bones. And I was just there like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> why Why are you telling this to me? Like, was I sexually active then? Yes. But like, I'm, I'm still a minor and I really don't want an adult yeah. professional yeah. talking to me about that. And it was just so inappropriate. Like, also, what if you were gay? Yeah, what if I was gay? Like, and, the first, and there's, there is a a lid for every pot you know like somebody is gonna love somebody for exactly how their body type is so it really does not matter what my size is what matters is what's going on in my head that's Mm -hmm. causing me to harm myself yes Blair but yeah so she was she's she's the wrong profession she was I don't know how she's doing Uh, I hope she's no longer I was gonna say I hope she's no longer in business I hope she's no longer practicing (laughs) fingers crossed there I was gonna say I think we've all maybe I don't know therapists are sometimes like a hit or a mess yeah and I definitely have my share of misses. Yeah. Because um, you just don't know until you sit down and you're talking to them. And it might take a couple sessions. And then they say some weird stuff like that. And you're like, I'm out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't help me at all. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not appropriate. It's not going to help me. Yeah. It's probably not going to help most people. Right. But, you know. For antidepressants, so, so obviously, you know, you were on it for a couple of years. Um, you know, let's say seven, eight. Tell me, like, when did you say, like, okay, maybe this isn't helping. Like, maybe I want to get off of this. Oh, man. Okay. Um... <laughs> I actually, I think it was only about like a year or two. Okay. Um, then I don't want to name name drop. You don't have to. Guy. A, a, a you just know who. Yeah. The male. The male. Um. I think it's because it was a really toxic relationship, and again, I was really in a weird place. Like I don't recognize that person. Like it was just, it was my brain was just, I was sick. Yeah. You know? It was just doing wild things. Um. 
so he had started a new relationship and I don't know why I was like you know I'm already pretty out there I should stop taking my meds yeah <laughs> um as one does as that's one, that's when you please, that's when you go off I need everyone listening to this to please learn from my mistakes never ever 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 go cold turkey on any mind-altering drug it is a bad idea I was completely out of my mind that's as so you do, fair. as you do, as you do, because yep. it's, it's it literally messes with your brain chemistry. So yep. do not do that, please. It's yep. bad time. Um, <laughs> however, I did like I'm like after that month where like your brain is just like going crazy because yes. it no longer has the chemicals that you've been giving it. Um, it did help. Like yep. when I got on the other side of that, I was like, I feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, I would have absolutely gone into that by actually weaning myself off the medications. You know, in hindsight, but. Right. That was, I don't, and I don't know why I did it, um, but yeah, I just, it I mean, the, if you did it, you did it, you know, yeah. and now we're here. Now I we're just here. wanted to know, like, kind of what your thought process was behind it, because I was also, not in a similar situation, but I also had the same mindset when I was on medication. I'm no longer on medication. Mm-hmm. I support people who are on medication, um, but I kind of had a moment yeah. where I was like, this can't possibly be working. Cause like, yeah, this isn't doing well, anything. And it was like, let's switch to this one and yes. this one and this yes. one and let's up the medication. I was like, yes. it's, I feel the same. Yeah. Like I still feel really sick. And then by getting off, I don't know. I don't know why yeah. it happened. I yeah. don't know why I got better. Yeah. Um, but I did. Uh, it, it was just, it was a wild time. It I is. remember being in a psych ward and like there was a, a poster of all the different antidepressants and I was like I've taken all of these but like two right <laughs> and you've gone down the list for a pretty long time and then it's like the only options are like x and z left and yeah. it's like okay well it's probably gonna make it seem like the exact same as these other ones yeah um but I just I, I completely understand that I, I I I personally did not go off my meds at a time where I was I was very good in my life I was like I think I'm good to get off my meds so I was like, it's a little bit different but I did have the same experience where I was like I think it's, it's time to let go. Yeah. Um, and I think also when you've been on them for years and years and years, yeah. you're like, is this, I have to go back to a neutral stance. I have to kind of detox for a second yeah. and like bring it back down. Um, so I, I feel you on yeah. that. Yeah. And I am, I am kind of getting to the point where with this old loft, I'm, I'm thinking yeah, about maybe getting off of it. Yep. Um, it's been, I think I'm going on to year two. Okay. And I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah. Um, I just, you know. You never know. I gotta, I gotta wean off that one. I'm no. not gonna make the same mistake. I will say, I was on um, Zoloft and Wellbutrin was my last round. Mm-hmm. And coming off of that, the headaches, like, mm. keep the Advil close. I don't know what you utilize, but the uh, Advil I mean, stuff. I got a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> broken in my desk. Yep, that's all. That is perfect all I need to hear. Um, okay, cool. So, question number five. Blair, what are some common barriers that prevent people from being authentic and fully true to themselves? So I actually, um, when I was on the treadmill today, I thought of a second one. Um, but the first one is always striving to do better or yeah. more. Um, but nothing you do is good enough in that same way. There's nothing wrong of wanting to do better. I think everyone should try to become a better person in whatever way that may be. What makes that kind of toxic is when nothing you do you feel like is good enough. Yeah. You don't, you, you're not growing and you just kind of bog yourself down being like, oh, well, I did this, but it wasn't as good as so-and-so. And just, yeah. you know, re- you, everyone should really try to celebrate those small victories. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter how small they are, you know. You could be, you took your medication on time today. It could be that you worked out. It could be that you went out with a friend. Um, 
but yeah, striving to do better, but in a way that's toxic. It just, I, that's kind of what happened in my last relationship. He was never happy with himself. He was never happy with the milestones. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was part of the reason why he had that quarter life crisis because yeah. nothing was good enough. Right. Um, but yeah, it turns into, um, a constant critique of self. Yeah. And, um, as I experienced a critique of others, um, so yeah, just everyone take a moment to just celebrate little things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like doing this. This is fun. This is out of yeah. my comfort zone. Never done a podcast. Um, the other one that I thought of on the treadmill, because I hear this all the time from people when I talk about, cause they'll ask me like, Oh, what's your workout today? And I'll say, well, I could never do that. You can't, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> barring any physical reasons that you might have an injury or whatever, you, anyone can do more or less what they want to. Like, don't feel like you're limited yeah. in what you can do. Because, again, I could not run a mile. Yeah. Could not. Absolutely. <laughs> could not. Could not. I yeah. um, had never ridden a bike before. Um, and I've done a, 70 point, a couple 70.3 mile triathlons. Girl. Um, and it's not, like, I, there are people on my team. My team is... um more recreational a lot of people do it for mental health reasons yeah. um there is a team in richmond that is a lot more competitive and that's great for them right um but we're, <laughs> i'm very happy for them um but my team is kind of just we do this for fun we do it for the community we do it for the love of the sport and there are so many different body types yeah and i love that because because bodies are, are they're able to do so much yeah um, and it really doesn't matter how fast you are as long as you're happy. Yes. That's the most important thing. Yes. Um, and you just keep doing it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, you know, I don't like, and I've done this before too. Like I want to say everything I'm saying, like I am guilty of doing too, but. Come on, self-awareness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just limiting yourself because you think you can't. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I definitely, it's just, you got to change your wording. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, I, I've, I've learned because I. I haven't done it to you specifically, but like I remember my mom very big into marathons. Yeah. And she would always be like, come on and just come run five miles. And I would be like, I can never do that. All right. So, but in retrospect, I've learned that and when people say things like that in the back of my mind where I'm like, oh Lord, yeah. like my response is, is, whoa, that's so awesome. Like good for you. Like yeah. how long is it? Like make it about that person instead yeah. of sitting here turning it about yourself and being like, uh, a comparing situation, just yeah. support the person for what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Cause I don't care. I don't. I fully understand nobody, no, not nobody, because obviously people do it. Many people don't want to do what I do. And right. that is totally, absolutely, 100% fine. There yes. are plenty of sports I don't, I have yes. no interest in doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's more of the, oh, I couldn't do that because, not because you don't want to. Right. You do want to, you just feel like you can't. can't. Yeah. So, like... You know, again, I fully understand people don't want to run six miles on their lunch break. My boss called me crazy today. That's fine. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And also you're keeping up with a routine. If anything, yeah. again, I see consistency and I see structure and those yeah. things are so important just yeah. to keep our day to day feeling healthy. Yeah. Would you say that that definitely was something that helped you during COVID? Oh yeah. yeah. I was out all the time. Yeah. I was <laughs> She was like, You can't put me inside. I was riding my bike on my lunch breaks. Yeah. I actually really miss doing that. Um oh. I can't really do that from the office yeah not road's a dangerous place um <laughs> that's fair um but yeah it's it's just a good time it keeps me it keeps me going um good and I don't want anyone to feel limited because of that negative self-talk in their brain yeah again if you just don't want to 
totally respect that. I was gonna say, so tell tell the people. What would you say to the people if they can't be their authentic selves? What would you say if they could hear you? That you're you're enough. Yeah. You're enough. Um, that's the most important one. You should always grow as a person. Um, but as long as you are doing your best, and I assume most people are doing right. their best in this world, <laughs> um, and that's all anyone can really ask of you. And if you think there's something you can't do, but you want to do it, just try again. Could not run a mile. Yeah. And then I ran six today. It's it's not going to happen overnight. Just stick with it. Um, and if you love it, it doesn't matter how fast or slow or if you look good doing it. I have a, I have a friend who is just qualified for the Olympic trials marathon. What? I love her. That's so cool. She's amazing. Um, But she looks like a supermodel running. I don't look like that. I yeah. am red faced. Yeah. I am pouring sweat. My yeah. hair is slick. I don't look great. I don't look like her running. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. She looks like a supermodel and I'm, you know. Crazy. I'm myself. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. I would hope that it would just be you showing up the best that you can, like yeah. you just said. So yeah, I, just, I love that. Yeah, just do the best for yourself. Um, and don't be the reason why you limit it yourself. Yeah, limiting yourself and being that kind of barrier can be tough. Yeah. You got to break through that to be you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like once maybe you get out of mindsets or, or things that are kind of surrounded you... Um, and it's tough growing up too. I think about mm -hmm. like our lives now and just you being like, Oh, I did this on my lunch break. Like I'm currently in a work environment that doesn't even allow lunch breaks. Don't worry. We'll get oh. into another day. Yeah. And that to me is I will, when I'm sitting next to this woman and I'm, I'm training and I'm looking at her and I can just tell this woman has not like done anything for herself mentally in a day, in a work day, in so long, and just little things are like you saying, like, oh yeah, I'm just going to AC, you know, I'm going to go on my walk, I'm going to go keep myself. That's just so, so important and things yeah. that I feel like a lot of other generations did not utilize. So yeah. now seeing our generations really come through with that mentality, I just think it's going to be so beneficial yeah. down the road. Four day work week, bring it on. We're I talked ready. About, I talked about that with my boss. Yep. The other day, or somebody else. Oh, I think I was talking it to um, the lady who does payroll. <laughs> And you're like, listen. She was down for it, but See? we both agreed it probably wasn't going to happen. It definitely, it's not for a while, but if they're doing it in the UK, eventually it'll come over here. I God, I hope so. Yeah. But they also, um, their benefits are also just a little bit better than Fine. ours. Fine, we'll move to the UK. I have a friend who has moved to Berlin, and he refuses to come back. Oh my God, really? Yeah, he um, he met a lady, and he, they have a baby. It's the cutest little baby okay. in the world. Um, Berlin baby. Yeah, he's you know he had paternity, like actual paternity. Aww. And you know, like she was out on maternity for a whole year. I'm like, oh, a that must year. Be so nice. That's insane. And he has, um, they have a, a day in Germany where it's just a mental health day. Everything shuts down. That's everything. beautiful. Retail everything. I'm like, like, except for you know, obviously the necessities. Yeah. You know, hospitals, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Right. That's definitely <laughs> but, the dream at some point. Yeah. So, Berlin. Berlin. Know. Off we go. <laughs> All right, player. Question number six. You find yourself in a space where you aren't able to be true to who you are. How do you respond? Um, I am an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an introvert at heart. I can talk really easily um, to people that I know and love. Yeah. Um, but if I'm in a new situation, I am very quiet. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just clam up. Um, and I have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll stay more internal. Um and kind of make, not make plans when to leave, but I'll be like, okay, you know, you need to stay until like this. And sometimes that 
works both ways. Like, sometimes it will not be a good situation still. Yeah. And, like, all right, I'm out. I stay for the time that yeah. I need to stay here for. And then other times, maybe the vibe has changed and it's actually become a better environment. And because I stuck it out just to, to my given yeah. leave time, it's become a, a more tolerable or even a good experience. That's obviously not all experiences. Right. Um, but, yeah, I try not to stay in too many situations I'm uncomfortable in because who wants to be uncomfortable nobody it's not fun how would you say that you kind of prepare yourself for a situation like that um again I kind of give myself that that plan like okay you're gonna stay for like an hour or half hour you know hour and a half um kind of just make that plan so I know that there's there's an end yeah so it doesn't feel quite like you don't have to stay for five hours right you can stay for an hour and that's that's enough you you know can make your parents you do your rounds right you're good to get out of there. <laughs> Do your rounds. It's so true. It's so true. Um, I can write stuff out. I'm maybe too good at internalizing stuff sometimes. So I can kind of write stuff out. Um, but again, with kind of working through my own stuff, yeah, I've gotten good at being like, you know, I really need to to go. Yeah. Um, I'm also really good at not subcoming to peer pressure that I'm not interested in so even if people Girl are like oh you need to stay I'm like mm, no I gotta go thank this you fun. yeah <laughs> God, I'm out um so yeah I just I kind of I try to give myself grace and a plan and yeah just I love that sometimes no I feel that I definitely am the same way I I I wish that I could be succumb to peer pressure on the occasion <laughs> but like people will literally be staring at me like take this shot no, yeah, and well, and it's gonna be awkward, and it's gonna be weird. I was literally at a birthday party on Friday, and I'm doing drinking games, but my alcohol is water, and I'm right. just hydrating right. myself because yes. I want to be here, and it's fun, but I don't want to drink. Right, so. and nobody bothers you. My dad always said, like, and I don't know why I keep doing what my dad has told me in this episode, but um, my yeah, he's a guest. He's a guest today, <laughs> um, but he would, used to tell me like, oh. I couldn't. I didn't like drinking because I wanted to drive home, so I just filled my, you know, cup of coke. Nobody said a thing. Yeah. And I, my um, accent for him is so sad, but um, <laughs> it, it just is, it's so, like, true. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have something in your cup, no one's going to bother you. So let yeah. it be water. Let well, it be whatever you want. And honestly, if they're going to harass you about it, like, it's fine to do a one little rib, like, oh, you're not going to drink. Right. And then you say no, and then you're like, okay, if they continue to bother you after that, Girl, I can't stand yeah, it. I it's not fun. Stand it. One time, I was, I was pressured into taking a tequila shot. I said, I, I said no. I said no a hundred times, and they were like, but, but a big thing had just happened. I don't want to mention it because then they'll know exactly who they are. But a big <laughs> thing had just happened, and they really wanted someone to take a shot with them. I can't drink tequila straight, and I did, oh. and I immediately threw up, and it was just horrible it was so yeah. embarrassing and I just fully support people being able to say this is my boundary this is my limit and I'm saying no why yeah. can't we respect that um okay I think it's getting better slowly. it's getting slowly better again with our generations I feel like we've like I think about in just like 40 years time how much different this world is going to be yeah. not maybe in all of the ways that we want but at least how we're talking Progress. to kids yes yeah. and just talking to people and the way people are being raised so I love that um question number seven Blair what is your biggest takeaway in life that has become your driving force in life? Um, my mom used to always tell me everything will work out as it should. Yeah. Um, it's true. It might not always be what you want yeah. or what you expected. Um, but typically when you come to the very end of it, you're like, you know what? That, that did work out. And this thing that maybe in my mind, you know, this breakup or, you know, whether it be 
romantic or platonic, 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 platonic. You know, just throughout life, it might not. In the moment, obviously, it sucks and it's awful, and yeah. everyone has every right to feel those emotions in that. But at the end of it, you know, I have a house now. Yes, I have a house, and I had surgery. Um, and I'm doing podcasts. Yes. So it's everything has definitely worked out with that relationship. You know, was not happy about it, but you know, we got there. It's gonna suck. Exactly. And you made it work. Yeah. You put in the time and the effort to find the house. And like, there are times where I feel like maybe, because um, it, it's not it's not for everybody. I recognize that mental illness is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you were able to take yourself, because you had been exercising before the breakup, correct? Yes. So I feel like that's even more helpful than maybe mm-hmm. the first breakup when that wasn't as accurate. Yeah. So now it's like, you know, you know that you still have this routine. There's still you inside of it. And you just have to kind of keep bringing that to light. Yeah. Which means going home, doing the right thing for you, saving. Mm-hmm. And then you can go out and buy a house and bloom into this beautiful flower that yeah. you have clearly i mean the sweater she's wearing is so freaking cute Thank oh my you. goodness and it's just the person that you are now um so i hope you're proud of yourself yeah no definitely I, this past year i actually um my one year for my surgery is the ninth it's thursday yeah um wow it's been a year yeah wow i know i still have four screws on that head. yeah you do <laughs> um they'll be removed i think by thanksgiving um but yeah, I think I'm going to do, you know, everyone at the new year does like, a, this is the recap. I'm going to do My year started on my surgery. Um, right. Because I, I don't know. I just felt like that's when things really started changing for me in that year. Um, and it's definitely worked out. It was a hard surgery. Um, yeah. People don't know. I was in the hospital for three days recovering and then was on crutches for six weeks. Um, Crazy. Started running again in September. I had to go six months. Six months? Yeah. Without running? March six months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six months without running. Um, so, yeah, it was a long road, and it's worked out because I'm back. My surgeon is uh, – I saw him on the first. He is very happy. Oh, good. With how things look. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's all worked out, and cool. he is committed to getting me to the finish line of that Ironman. I, you're so, going to get there. When is it? When's the date? October 22nd. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Fun. So, we Sacramento. got a time. Oh, yeah. Oh, in California. You want to go to Sacramento? Listen, I don't have the funds, but I would. I've been there in spirit. <laughs> I am there in spirit. I've um. I just there's recently... a tracker. Oh my gosh! <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! To- <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes, I would totally do that. That's so much tracker. fun. Yeah, yeah. And you just watch you run. Yeah. Like, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. What app is that? It's the Ironman tracker. It's the oh. to it. Yeah, and I'm doing cool. an, I'm doing a half Ironman, July second, in Pennsylvania. Ooh. So you can do that. So one that one, too. yeah. Do you just put something on like your arm? It's yeah. It's um. It's like an ankle cool. chip. Yeah. Oh, fun little yeah. ankle bracelet yeah. as you run around. Okay, cute. I just have to safety pin it so it doesn't fall. <laughs> That's okay, my little cute. life hack. Yeah. Okay, I love that. All right, Blair. Last question. What is a question you want to ask the audience listening today? What is one thing, and it can be big or small, because you know sometimes big things are very daunting, and yes. sometimes you just need to do a little thing. Yes. That you can do to bring yourself peace today. Oh. Taking a bath. Callie said, Callie's the bath girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Callie loves a big, bath. Big Take a bath for yourself. Organize yeah. that closet that's oh, just yeah. been bothering you. Um, bake something delicious. Pet a pet a pet. Pet a pet. Pet a pet. I like that. <laughs> um, or you know, schedule a trip. I or small. Do whatever you need to do to um make something feel good about yourself. Yeah. Just just a little breath. Are you gonna do that for yourself today? I'm gonna make some good dinner. I don't know what yet. Ooh, keep me posted. I have yeah, I have um 
I do a meal prep. It's not really a meal prep. It's just this is what the, these are the groceries you have this week, and these are the meals you can make with them. Um, I have that exact thing, yeah. and literally, it's called meal, meal prep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't make the risotto because Katie would kill me. She really, she it's it's um, a spring pea and asparagus risotto, Yum. and she is obsessed with it. And if I make it without her there, I think she might come and order me. Yeah, she yeah. has a key to my house. So, well, <laughs> there you go. I'd be terrified. Um, so maybe some Mexican quinoa or Ooh. tortilla soup. Ooh, uh, a soup on. A soup. It's kind of nice out. Like, it is. perfect. See, people will hate me for saying this because you're supposed to like do soup in the fall. Oh no! But I think soup mm-hmm. in the spring is when I really come to life. I am soup year round. I really? love okay. soup. I just for the women in construction week, I had to answer a question: What was once one meal you would have every day for the rest of your life? Soup. Soup. Sold soup. Yeah. Um. I make tortillas, or tortilla, tortilla soup, tomato soup, kale soup, um, some cabbage soup, and I'm just, I love some soup. I love that for you. What do you make I it in? some soup. Um, usually in a spot. Oh, but the nice. tomato I soup, I'll just do. I gotta get one of those. Target had, it's like an 11 in 1, it's also an air fryer. Hot. I do have an air fryer, <laughs> but I can always use another one, honestly. <laughs> There's enough people in this home. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah, Target, look for a Black Friday deals. That's I'm on it. It was like $100 off. I love that. Um, Blair, any last final thoughts? Anything you want to say? I don't think so. This has been fun. Yeah? I'm glad we did it. Good. Well, I'm glad for you, Holmes. It was a blast having you. All the love, homies, forever and always. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to be true to you.